Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 20. We are in our First John series, chapter 2, verses 3 through 6 today. As you know, over the weekend, we talked about Jesus. Uh, verse, verses 1 and 2 of chapter 2 just point a big spotlight on Jesus Christ. He is our advocate. He is the propitiation for our sins. He is enough, meaning he will fight our battles for us. When the accuser comes, the advocate will fight for us. Whenever the weight of our history, the weight of our past, the weight of our sins feels like it comes upon us, he is the propitiation. He covered all of that. He was enough to take care of the wrath of God that was due to us because he is enough. Then John continues as he writes to this third generation of believers that are continually searching out meaning and questioning truth and questioning the person of Jesus. Here's what John says as he continues after he's talked about who Jesus is. Verse 3 says this, And by this we know that we've come to know him, if we keep his commandments. John's saying, listen, I'll tell you, I can pick out who knows Jesus and who doesn't. If you keep his commandments, then you know him. Verse 4 says, Whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, in him truly the love of God is perfected. By this we may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. John's saying, listen, there's there's very clear evidence here. I'll tell you the difference in false teachers and teachers of the truth. I'll tell you the difference in those who are liars and those who are truth tellers. I will show you the difference. Right here it is. Whoever says, I know him, whoever says, I know Jesus. And this is, by the way, the word know here is not just a head knowledge of the person. I know a bunch of professional athletes. Now, that doesn't mean I have ever experienced, I don't have a relationship with those professional athletes. I have a spectator's view of those athletes. I can tell you their stats. I can tell you where they play, who they play for, how they play, or whatever the statistic may be. That doesn't mean that I know that athlete, and especially that that athlete doesn't know me. I can tell you the statistics on my favorite football player. That doesn't mean my favorite football player can give you any statistics on me. I may know of them, but they don't know me and I don't really know them. This word know is experiential. Have you experienced Jesus? If you say that you've experienced Jesus, then your life will prove it. There will be proof from the way you live. Verse 6, it says, whoever says he abides in him. You know, Jesus made a statement similar to that in John chapter 15 when he says, abide in me and I in you, and you'll bear much fruit. If you just hold on to me, not, not hold on as a grasp as tight as you can, but rather a put your life within the vine. Live in me. Live in this place where everything about your life is just producing what Jesus can produce. This scripture says, whoever abides in him, whoever is living in the relationship with the Father in heaven and Jesus Christ, They ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. That word ought is the only logical explanation is what's produced is the same thing Jesus produced. That's how this works. That's how this plays out in somebody's life. So today, I want to encourage you. Do you know Jesus? Not do you know of him. Not not can you tell me all the miracles he did. Not can you show me how many times he's mentioned in the scripture. But do you, have you experienced Jesus personally? If you have, 
you will live like he lived. You will be proof of his existence. You know, in Jesus's high priestly prayer, he prays that we would be one, that we as believers would be one with one another, meaning we should love one another so deeply that we are in perfect unity. That doesn't mean we have to agree on everything. It does mean we support each other. We love one another. We care for one another. When we see somebody in need, we will take care of that. I don't want to get too far ahead because that's tomorrow's episode as we jump into verses 7 and on through the end of the chapter. But uh, just know today that Jesus is enough for you. And if you know that, if you have experienced Jesus taking care of of everything in your life, covering your sins, bringing you into a relationship with the God who made you, then your life will be different. Today, be encouraged. You don't have to work real hard to live the life God's called you to live. You just have to abide in Him, and your walk will look like Jesus's. I encourage you today, spend some extra time talking with your Heavenly Father and knowing that when you say, in Jesus' name I pray, you're saying, in the Advocate's name I pray in my propitiation's name, in the one who paid the price for me, in the one who gave everything for me. That's the only way I can get to God. In that, I pray. I encourage you today. Show kindness, show love, prove that you know Jesus.